Have you ever wondered what the gases inside the potato chip bags or what our lining is capable of? Or maybe how plants contribute to our bodies? Well, these and more questions will be answered in this episode called The Lightning of Life. The little guy we're going to be talking about today is nitrogen. But first, let's go back some centuries ago, specifically to the years 51 and 30 before Christ, in the ancient Egypt, place where the last ruler of the Ptolemaic dynasty was the majestic pharaoh Cleopatra. The servants of Cleopatra discovered a way for growing crops faster, by heating dung, salt, and urine. Well, even that's gross, they put this disgusting mixture into the soil to make it fertile. In that moment, they didn't know what were they making, but actually this was nitrogen, in the form of ammonium chloride. It wasn't until almost a thousand and a half years later that Henry Cavendish and Joseph Priestley managed to figure out a way for removing the oxygen from air, then, by accident, almost killed a little poor mouse. Apparently, they thought it was a good idea to lock him down in a cage with this mysterious gas, because, of course, they didn't know what it was by the moment. But suddenly, just 10 years later, in 1772, a young and a very intelligent man named Daniel Rutherford gave a not very clever name to this practically new element, using Greek words such as nitrogen and genes, meaning nitroforming. After this huge discovery, the nitrogen was classified. We can found it in the group 15, with the elements known as nitrogens or nitrites, named like this because they have the powerful capacity to suffocate, just what happens to the little ratatouille mentioned before. And here are some interesting facts about the elements that we can found. The metallic character increases as we go down the group, and as we remove the p-electrons, the ionization energies of these guys will increase, but also it can decrease if we move down the period. But emphasizing on this amazing element, it makes up the 78% of air. Sadly, even we breathe this daily, nitrogen is not available in our bodies, and we aren't able to produce it too. The way we normally get nitrogen is by eating plants or animals that eat plants. And here is where we answer one of the questions mentioned at the very beginning. How plants contribute to our bodies? Well, plants neither can use the nitrogen containing air, so what they do is to absorb the nitrates from the soil. But wait, another question jumps in. Where did the soil get nitrates? As we mentioned before with our lovely friend Cleopatra, many have been managing over time to find out how to make plants fertile, in this case creating fertilizer, which adds nitrogen to the soil. And here comes another question, what are lightnings capable of? You might be wondering what in the world has to do this with the topic. As we know, lightning strikes have been for decades one of the most feared natural events, followed by the big roar of the thunders. But, despite the terror it causes, they are actually good for us. Each bolt of lightning carries electrical energy, that is powerful enough to break the strong bonds of the nitrogen molecule in the atmosphere. 
once split, the nitrogen atoms quickly bond to oxygen, forming nitrogen dioxide. Then it dissolves in cloud water, creating nitric acid, which form nitrates. These impatient guys fall to the ground in the raindrops the clouds dry and jump into the soil in a form that can be absorbed by plants, helping them and also the little bugs in the ground for doing the hard work of nitrogen fixation. Interesting, right? Finally, heading to the end of this episode, if you have ever wondered what a geneticist in Jurassic Park sequel used to preserve the gorgeous eggs of the baby velociraptors, well, the answer is liquid nitrogen, which has been used for various purposes, whether as a refrigerant or for preserving biological samples, like we could see in those movies. In the food industry, the main use is in the world tanks, the ones used for making ice cream rolls. Also, instead of using sodium benzoate for preserving the potato chips, they use nitrogen gas, avoiding it from oxidizing due to its stability. So, this is what can be found inside cerritos and chetos and all the delicious junk food we love. After hearing all this amazing information, we sadly have come to the end of this episode. The only thing left for me to say is that nitrogen is the lightning of life. This podcast was produced and written by Maria del Carmen González Durán.